We're going to talk about coal here, and this is an interesting discussion because I'm sure, I mean, when you think about a headline with coal that you've heard recently, uh, it's very negative typically, right? It's over and over and over how bad coal is, how we have to get off coal. Well, um, what's the reality here? Because once again, a lot of the things that we talk about don't necessarily line up perfectly with the reality. So we are going to chat now with uh, Eric Rigoli, who is the European Bureau Chief uh, for Global Mail, writing about this. He joins us now. Eric, thanks so much for your time. I appreciate you joining us. Hi. Hey. I'm here. So, yeah, <laughs> it's a good question, Shay. Um, coal is... Um it's come full circle in the last year. Yeah, in only a year. Because I mean, if you think about a year ago, Eric, it was it was the absolute scorn, right? It was the worst thing in in the world. And we're going to talk primarily about investment companies, um, and they were running from coal, at least on the surface. That was the big pressure was to get out of coal, right? Well, yeah, it was all part of the uh, ESG movement, uh, the sustainable investing movement, and. And investors, uh, certainly the enlightened ones, and certainly that would include young people, young investors, they, they did not want investments that, that had a big black component, which was uh, coal um, and oil, to a lesser extent natural gas, but mostly coal. So what they did was they, they forced these companies, I'm talking about the big mining companies, yeah. um, um, for the most part, to spin off or sell their coal assets, and to a large degree, uh, it happened. Rio Tinto did it, uh, got rid of all its coal in 2018. Anglo-American um, did it uh, earlier this year. Glencore said, said uh, we're, not, we're, not, we're not selling our coal, but we're not putting any money into coal development. We're just going to run down our mines to zero. Uh, so that's what happened, and then then it all stopped. Yeah, and if you take a look at where we are now, just one year later, uh, as you say, full circle, things have completely reversed, right? Well, yeah, there's two, maybe three reasons for that. I think I think there's three. The first reason is that when a big mining company sells its coal mines to, you know, whatever, a hedge fund, a smaller mining company... Uh, whatever, the coal still gets produced, yep. it still gets burnt. So it doesn't do the planet any favor. And Larry Fink of BlackRock uh, in New York, the world's biggest asset manager, pointed this out, that when you're selling a coal asset, all you're doing is transferring the ownership. So, like, no one benefits, really. And he said it's even worse because the new company that owns it, uh, if it's private, doesn't have any environmental transparency. So that's, that's uh, one of the big problems. Um, a second uh, issue is that investors like coal again because the price has tripled or quadrupled since this pandemic low last year. So the new argument is let's keep the coal and use the cash flow from the coal to finance the green transition. I am a bit cynical about this reason, um, but that's that's what they're saying. And I mean, you know, like you say, you, you can't overlook the fact that there's a reality and there's the aspiration, right, Eric? I mean, you take a look at this and everybody wants to run away from coal because it's so bad. And then the reality comes up and slaps them in the face. And, and you mentioned in the article what the UK has been forced to do in order to keep their power production and things like that. Like, bottom line, it comes down to certain things have to be done and coal can do them, right? Well, yeah, coal is still the cheapest source of um, electrical generation. Uh, you can build a coal plant fast. It's great for peaking power. 
right? You know, it's um, and nuclear coal, nuclear plants aren't peaking power plants. They just they just run steadily. But also, I mean, there's a ge- geopolitical angle, and it's much more relevant to Europe where I live than where you are in Canada. Um, Europe's most of Europe's natural gas comes from Russia. Yeah. Uh, the prices for natural gas are up several hundred percent in the last year. And so, I mean, relying on Russia was a huge geopolitical mistake. I mean, Vladimir Putin is strangling Western Europe. Um, so how do you counter Russian gas? Well, you, you have coal. I mean, uh, it's it, all these, these coal plants in the U.K. and Germany and elsewhere, they're running flat out. Uh, because uh, these countries can't afford Russian gas at the moment, so they they go to Plan B, which is, you know, let's let's fire up our coal plants again. Um, and so so all these countries that said we're going to phase out coal to meet our net zero by 2050 pledges, I, I think that's that's gone. I mean, not gone, but you know, it's gonna it's not going to be they're not going to be finished by. Out of the out of the picture by 2030 or 2050, it could be a decade later. So this reversal, this trend, when we talk about the investors, like you say, that you know a lot of these companies in these countries are going flat out. So are the invest- investors coming back, sort of abandoning this principled stance that they took a year ago and saying, you know what, there's a lot of money to be made here. Well, yeah, Shay, but partly, I mean, what, how they're doing, they're sugarcoating it. Is is this? And this is what they're saying is, look, we know. We like coal um, because the price has tripled. I mean, it's, it's, as I said in my column, it's essentially free money. Why? Because most of these big companies are not putting capital expenditures into coal development anymore. Um, so they're, they're just producing this stuff, and they're producing it three times the price. They're producing it at one-third the price they can sell it. Um, but the investors are going, okay, um, you can have all that essentially free money, but do something with it that's good for the planet. So, Mm -hmm. you know, get into the transition metals, get into cobalt, get into um, lithium, get into all these metals to to finance the the energy transition, the green revolution. Whether that'll actually happen, I don't know. They may just, these big mining companies may just pay it out in dividends. Interesting. So what do you anticipate, like you say, I mean, when you got to do what you got to do. So what do you think the future of coal looks like for Europe? Well, I mean, I'd like to see it dead, but um, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Yeah, it's still the dirtiest fuel. I think it's going to live on until there's a nuclear revival in Europe. You see that France now is going to start building nukes uh the uk is building nukes i think germany germany's a big one is going to have to totally reevaluate its its campaign to get rid of its nukes it's it after after the japanese nuclear disaster i think it was 2011 um germany said we're done on nukes and so what was left coal so i i think this new german government will have to say We'll have to reevaluate the nu- the nuclear phase out in Germany, and I'm going to bet that that they're going to bring back nuclear power so they can get get rid of coal. Right, exactly. You got to come up with something to replace it. Eric, thank you so yeah. much for your time. I appreciate you joining us this morning. Thank you. Anytime. Bye bye. You bet. That is Eric uh, Reguli, who is the Europe Bureau Chief for Globe and Mail, and he put together the piece.